Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good, y'all? It's your boy Flock back with another episode of Unfiltered Facts, episode number 12. I know it's episode number 12, and I'm not gonna lie, y'all. It wasn't a whole lot of shit to talk about, so I just didn't have shit to talk about. I'm not that dude that's gonna come out and just come out with episode after episode after episode just rambling about dumb shit or shit that don't nobody care about or wanna hear about. So I try to wait until it's something. And then on top of that, I'm on a different type of time. So when I have a free time, I try to do it. Now, the date of me recording this is August the 13th. Yes, August the 13th of 2019 as I'm recording this. Shout out to all the people, man, that helped make this possible. Shout out to Anchor, all the streaming platforms you can hear this on, man, whether it be Apple, Spotify, you know, Stitcher, Podbean, everywhere wherever you listening to this at man i appreciate y'all for coming through y'all could be doing anything else out there but y'all here rocking with your boy so i greatly 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 appreciate that make sure if you listening to this on uh apple or itunes or what have you make sure you get us a five star rating it does help the podcast grow it definitely does help man the boy gets seen out there and the more people more traffic i get you know what i mean the more likely i am to keep doing this a little bit more frequent you know what i'm saying but like I said, man, I'm gonna try my best to be a little more frequent with it. But you know, between you know doing the, the music podcast with JG and trying to handle my own little personal stuff, and you know holding up the GI stuff, man, holding the GI four down when I can, it's a lot, man. I'm not gonna lie, it's a lot. But you know, I got a little time off I'm gonna have uh, from work within the next few weeks or so. I say in about another three weeks. So we'll see, man. I definitely have another one. See y'all by then, man. Just gotta get some news going. Um, and this is some news that I just really just scrounged around for just by starting out the gate. Um, I'll start off with uh, some gaming stuff. Uh, a lot of you may know that NBA 2K20 is a big release. It's, a, it's something like a big deal. It's a big time thing. I know a lot of y'all females, if you're listening, you know, your man tend to, you know, tend to ignore you around that time when 2K comes out and shit like that. But <laughs> and I know the fellas will be like, yo, I'm trying to get it in. I'm trying to do this, you know, because me being a. You know, I'm not much of a park player. I'm more of a, um, you know, I like to build my character through like my career and then go out and play on the uh, competitive stuff, the 5v5, like the Pro-Am, you know what I mean, the Rec Center or whatever they call it this year. So, anywho, 2K20 demo is about to come out on the 21st. So, it'll be like a week from, you know, a week a week from the time y'all hearing this. So, um, I just really wanted to know what you all would think. But um, one of the things I was thinking, like, what will change this year? Because we hear this all the time about, oh, we're going to do this and this is going to change and that's going to change. And then they drop these little streams and then they hint towards something, you know, being big. And then you look up and it's the same shit, different toilet for the most part. A couple years ago, remember when they did that, we cutting the cheese and all this other shit. And that wasn't the case. It's still cheesy players, man, that play this game. And 2K doesn't do anything. They kind of, they almost like somewhat cater to it. And with uh nba live also yeah nba live is definitely going to be delayed if that game comes out at all i said this months ago i'm like i wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't an nba live 20 because nba live 19 i mean although it did better than the previous year it still wasn't good it still wasn't very good it still wasn't very satisfying when i played it and yes i did play it some people seen some me upload some videos of i think i might have streamed it once or twice too but it's um it's just not this is not very good so you know i know it's a lot of the nba live community and i'm gonna tell y'all man before i get back on this 2k shit 
<laughs> I hate to be this guy, man, but I got to do it. <laughs> Look, the main reason why the NBA NBA Live is it tends to be a failure is the NBA Live community. And here's why, man. The NBA Live community is notorious. And I think I've touched on this before in the podcast, you know, prior or whatever, but I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna add a little more sauce to it if I will, if I can. Um they they're quick instead of just you know saying accepting what the flaws are in the game and saying, look, this needs to change, this needs to change. They're so busy with hating on the people that's in the community that's like in the forefront, the game changers and all this other stuff. Like when we all went to um you know E3 the year before when I think it was an 18 came out um we had people saying we did a video talking about the game and uh people saying we weren't even there we did a video about 19 because we were there and people said that we weren't even there our opinion is incredible because we aren't quote unquote NBA game changers but my thing is uh EA, EA game changers EA game changers that y'all do have Y'all shit on them too. Y'all shit on them. Because A, they jealous. Because they think they can do better. Oh, they don't even do this. You know what I'm saying? You have these little pussy ass dudes that make these videos. You know, you got the gaming hotep that goes out here and tell tell anybody to listen to him that every idea that's ever came up in the world, it was his idea. And everybody stole and stuff from him. He said his little shit at us. We roasted him. That was the end of it. You know what I'm saying? He'll every now and again he'll say some shit. You had this uh this punk ass dude named what's this pussy ass dude named Rhea Ricky. He was talking shit about TBH. You know what I'm saying? Called TBH an Uncle Tom or whatever because he did exactly what I'm doing now. So nigga, if you hear me talking about shit about you, nigga, please come at me with it. I dare you because I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be too big to, to fry your ass, nigga. So. So, you know, he was talking that tough shit, talking about some. He was going to slap somebody when he seen him. I'm like, my thing is, you niggas don't even leave the state you in. You niggas can't even leave the house. So, y'all ain't going to do shit. And was telling us, oh, they, I didn't even see him at EA Play. Blah, blah. You know why, like, y'all don't really be seeing us at EA Play? Because EA Play is always a pit stop for us when we do go. Now, we elected not to go this year because I knew... And a couple of us knew. We just didn't say shit because I didn't want to be the guy to say I told you so. Even though I love being the guy that say I told you so. Me personally. Um, we didn't go because we knew it wasn't shit going to be there for E3, period. So I skipped out. I was the first one to say, nah, I'm good this year. I don't want to go to E3. I, I'll do something else. Maybe I'll do TwitchCon or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Deal with some people that actually got sense. But E3 is, I mean, uh, um, what the fuck is that shit called? EA Play is always a pit stop for us during you know say a day before we we do our e3 thing so that's why you don't really see us that hanging there for three fucking days i hate that every time i go there every time i go there when i go there k spade is always leaving that day or some shit because i always want to catch up with that dude and, and chop it up with him shout out to k spade like the you know he was he's doing his thing on the nba live side and uh shout out to him you know what i mean i really wish that that game get their shit together and they listen to this dude man and let him let him do what it is he's supposed to be able to do. I don't know what his exact title is because I haven't had that conversation with him. But, you know, they need new blood. You know what I mean? They really do. I think they just got people that's just happy to be there. and Or maybe it's, you know, a budgeting issue. I, or who knows, man? Like Everybody act like they know the answers. Like, you know, I mean, all I can say is EA is like the largest, like, gaming um 
publisher, you know, gaming company, you know, in the United States, based out of the United States. And you mean to tell me that you can't, you can't, you know, saying afford a budget to get some different, like either a developers, b graphical team, you know, saying some engine work and stuff like that. To me, it just feel like they they've pretty much all but given up on that game because they don't market that game at all. And when they had that that quarter quarterly meeting stuff uh, lineup, it was obviously you know what I'm saying it was painfully noticed that NBA Live 20 wasn't in that lineup. Now they saying that it may come out what like um what like December or some shit like that end of the year. All I can say is I, I doubt that game comes out. And I hope if it does, it's not the same shit that it is every year. Where it's, it's cool to play for about a week and then you just kind of get tired of because it's the same shit. It's not, you know, we kept asking for, you know, the 5v5 competitive shit. You know, when we asked about it and I asked those questions, when I went, I asked that guy, uh, the Madden guy. I forgot his damn name that quick. I know he came over from Madden. Sean Grady, that's his name. I asked him, personally asked him was like, yo, what are, what are we going to expect differently from him? I interviewed the guy. Say, what are we going to expect differently? Shout out to Ace for fucking up the footage, though. You know what I'm saying? And, and y'all not ever being able to see it. But trust me, I asked all them questions when y'all seen the year before when I talked to um, Ryan Santos and I was asking all the questions. Everybody like, yo, shout out to Fly. He was asking all the tough shit that people want to know. I wasn't doing no, man, we wasn't doing no, none of that ass kissing, bro. We was asking the questions that the people want to know. And surprisingly, man, dude was cool as shit. I mean, he answered what he could. Then he gave a couple little PC answers, and I ain't mad at him for that. But Sean Grady couldn't really give us the answer. He just kind of like hinted towards, yeah, we got something in store. And it was that court battle shit when you was basically playing against other people's AI players, which ain't the same thing, fam. So this is the shit what I say. Like, yeah, granted, they keep coming out with these little challenges and shit. Shout out to Mindframe. Shout out to K-Spade. Shout out to QJB. And you know what I'm saying? I don't like the fact that they be having like them two, them two K dudes, them two hype dudes that know they don't really, they don't play live, but they put them in the game and shit like that. Those spots could be reserved for some guys that's really out here supporting that game. And I'm not saying me or nobody from Game of Illuminati. I'm saying period, because we all wanted that game to succeed because we tired of 2K shit. I'm tired of playing that game for 400 hours just to get my player to a, a 95 overall. I'm not doing that shit no more. And I've been said that. So if if that means I just got to just fucking focus on MLB the show or whatever, then that's what I'm going to do because 2K is starting to get on my damn nerves too. But like I said, man, that, that live community, you know, for the most part, are a bunch of a band of weirdos, man, that, you know, entitled weirdos that feel like everything is supposed to be about them. And they don't even support the shit because anytime I've streamed NBA Live, nine times out of 10, if I stream NBA Live, I'm the biggest, the highest viewed streamer playing NBA Live. I've done it intentionally, and a lot of people that listen to this podcast come to my Twitch streams, and y'all know I'm not bullshitting because I titled the stream NBA Live number one streamer right now. And I tell them while I'm streaming, 30 minutes into my stream, who the biggest, who number one in, in NBA Live right now? And they hit me back, they'll look, go check. They be like, you are the next, the only, the next person. I'll be at like 70, 70 people in my stream, and the next person to be at like 12. You know what I mean? So you do the math. So it ain't it ain't by coincidence. All these people that keep on claiming that they behind this game and all this other shit, you know what I mean? They they just talking, bro. They just talking. Y'all not even streaming the game. Y'all not helping the game get out there on a bigger front. Y'all not even supporting this shit. But the first thing they know how to do is throw this in. Well, at least you don't have to buy VC to do to level up your player. 
That's they that's their biggest comeback. Like anytime you criticize me lie, their biggest comeback is comparing it to something 2K does wrong. Nigga, that ain't that ain't how you combat none. That ain't how you debate something, fam. But anyways, 2K20. Um, my thoughts on this, man. Look, Mike Wong, Mike Wang, whatever, answered some questions on Twitter. But you know, this is the same shit they did last year. You know what I mean? Talk about changing this, changing badges. My biggest concern is the way that you upgrade your players. I don't like the I don't like the you know costly super much amount of VC that it takes to get your player you know to a certain level out the gate and shit like that. I think that shit is extremely corny. I think it definitely should go back to the way 15 and 16 did theirs, where you can level up your player the way you want to level up your player. So if I made a point guard and he got to 89 overall. You don't have the right to tell me that I have to upgrade speed, lateral quickness, and strength when I'm trying to be a, a playmaker. When I need to upgrade my drip, my ball handling, you know, say my passing and my layups or jump shooting or something like that. Like you shouldn't, uh, you know, I mean? you shouldn't have to tell me what you shouldn't be able to tell me what I should upgrade, especially for the amount of time it takes to upgrade. Because we all know if you play 2K. 18 and 2k 19 you know how how long it takes to get once you get past like 91 overall once you get past like 90 shit in, in 18 once you get past like a 90 overall and you start getting them double bars and that rep shit you never know you know what I'm saying how that shit works it, it's crazy man that shit is really fucking dumb and i think it was the 2k community they bitch about the wrong things they need to be complaining about that shit you know what I mean? But when I do it, it's just like, you know, it's like, oh, you being, you trying too hard to go against the grain. And I'm like, nah, you still go get the game, nigga. Like, yeah, I'm going to get the game. And if it's good, I'm going to praise it. Like I told people, I had fun playing 16. And most of the time I was playing by myself against, you know what I'm saying, with randoms at the park for the most part. And I was beasting randoms with a power forward at the park. And I got to like legend. And that's because I didn't even start playing the park until like fucking, what, like June? And I got the legend in like two months. So you do the math. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I could go hard when I want. It's like, really, nigga? Like, come on, son. But anyways, I'm just like, with the um, with the upgrade system, something has to change. It definitely has to change. Feel like you have to play that game entirely too much. Um, I feel like the rewards for, um, for accomplishing stuff on that is really bad. It's just like, okay. You, you basically, I ba I'm basically like everybody else out here. I need something that separates me from everybody else. If I play differently, I feel like a lot of the dumb shit is rewarded in the game. Like people talk about, you know, I mean, we want this to be realistic, somewhat realistic, but when you see some of these people that do all this dribble, spin, dribble, dribble, step back, they could do all that shit in like seven seconds that the average person couldn't do in 30 seconds, in like 30 seconds. And, and that shit is praise and that shit is like that shit should be frowned upon and they should find a way to, to to neutralize that and they keep claiming that they are and they have and shit like that and oh the stamina is going to be a strength man I've watched people even people that I like I've watched people spam dribble moves for at least 17 seconds straight and they are still and by the 18 second that's when they stamina started to go down Nick, ain't nobody in this world going to dribble that fast and do that type of shit Nigga, I'm you talking to somebody who watched and one and all that other shit, bro. Like <laughs> even them dudes ain't doing all that crazy shit like that, bro. 
you know what I mean? It's, it's just it's just some goofy shit. So um, this demo comes out, like I said, on the 21st. When it does, uh, you can do go through multiple playthroughs of it and have multiple players, rather, unlike the last couple years where it's like you can only use one player and then you got to kind of like wait till the game comes out and then you decide whether, you know, you don't know what you want to play as because when the game drops, it's kind of like, okay, now I got to do all this over. This should definitely be the, you know, the, the 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 breeding ground for you know what you want your player to become. So, I think that game, um, they it, it's it's people that are starting to get tired of it, man. It really are there really are some people that are starting to get tired of 2K and their shady practices with the microtransactions, man. It's like you have to pay, basically you have to pay a hundred dollars for the game just to have enough VC to at least have your player start up. And then when you did that, you still didn't have enough VC to get them up to what they cap you off at straight out the gate, which was an 85. You, you know what I mean? Most, most of the time you, you didn't have that, that much VC to do that. Cause they give you like a hundred thousand. And then I think you needed like a hundred and you needed like, what, like 180,000 or something like that. 190,000 to get your, so you this basically was only half to, of what you needed to do that. And I think those prices should go down all that shit should go down, man. It's, it's too much. That's why I always like, I like the way 16, 15 and 16 did theirs because I never needed to buy a VC and shit like that. And I mean, with this one, I didn't need the 19. I didn't have to, but not because you didn't need it, but because it took so long. You had to play the game so much just for you to upgrade. You just racked up VC. If you didn't have multiple builds, you just racked up on VC and you just pocketed it until it was time to upgrade. And that shit took forever. And a lot of people got burnt out. I had a build that got triple barred at 91 overall. So, yeah. Was it 91 or 92? I think it was at 92 overall. I got triple barred with a sharpshooting uh, shot creator. Yeah. Gotta love that, right? I stopped playing and I got to a 90. I stopped playing when I got them to a 94. So, it's just a lot of shit, man. But I don't want to harp on this one fucking game for no 20 minutes, bro. That's that's too much uh let me switch gears um we'll talk about centoya brown release of prison because it got recently released from prison um a lot of people if you don't know who this is this was a young lady man she went into prison she went into prison when she was 16 years old after killing a 43 year old man she was tried as an adult but she was just recently granted uh plemency i believe like a few months ago and she was a victim of uh sex trafficking like a sex trafficking, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, the people want to say allegedly or whatever, but I mean, uh, 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 I mean, so apparently she was solicited for prostitution when she was 16 by a white man, um, and you know, he ended up taking her to to his home, and shit went down, shit went south, and she looked up and seen that he was reaching for a gun. Probably was the killer, like any other logical person would think like i don't know this person this person's probably about to kill me uh, and she took the gun from him and shot him and killed him she was tried as an adult she spent nearly half her life in prison so for this and i know i seen some people like when i seen like the the little news columns on it talking about it, i seen you know they had the comments and i seen some people saying well if she got off what happened to all the other people that got trialed us and then you know of course it turned into a race thing and you know that's just what people do people like the race bait it's like come on man why because it's a young black girl it, it, it shouldn't matter man any 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 teenage girl that goes through that i hope you know they would shoot and kill somebody to save their own life as well i don't mind that but you know you have to look at that as self-defense but 
you see a lot of i've seen a lot of people a lot of teenagers that got off on shit, you know what i'm saying because they were quote unquote you know what i'm saying a minor they weren't an adult you know what i'm saying i seen dudes get off with rape from raping other girls and they only did you know what i'm saying they only did like shit like three weeks in jail or 30 days or some shit like that and they say oh he's too young to, to handle that to handle that type of stuff but this girl isn't I mean, it's like it's a female for one look at what she's been through she, who knows what she was going through before that shit happened for her to be out there in that situation you just don't know man like i don't even have daughters or nothing like that but i could i mean imagine being a father that that sees that you know that your daughter is going through that and doing some shit like that like that's that's some scary shit to know that if you have a daughter that that could be your daughter that could be your sister you know what i mean that could be someone related to you so I, I feel like it was long overdue um you know of course they tried to make an example out of her and if you know you don't believe it trust me man read do some reading i'm not gonna i'm not gonna even do no preaching on here bro but do some reading y'all see what i'm talking about that it happens and the results are, are, are far different than than what the results was for her so and it ain't hard to tell that's all i say all right um moving moving along again um I seen this shit and this was a while back too that's how y'all know i'm like behind because i like when i see shit i like take notes of it or what i want to talk about uh the shit with lebron cheering his son now i seen um what the fuck is that fat ass uh jason whitlock yeah that fucking pastry puff pillsbury dough and jalopy job of the hut built ass bitch made ass nigga talking shit about lebron james um, that dude is a fucking coon, bro. As you can tell, I don't like him. I don't like him. He he tries too hard to be against the grain. He be trying to appease Massa. You know what I'm saying? That's a good boy. So he can pat him on the top of that fucking derby and tell him he's a good boy. Like, bro, stop shitting on people. Now, if they wrong, they wrong. I don't mind that. Like, I don't hope. And race ain't got nothing to do with it. But it just seems like he he goes out his way to go at to go at brothers, man. I I don't know what his problem is. Like, nigga, was you, was you stuck? Was you the big nigga in school stuck playing a tuba or some shit like that? And you, you couldn't get out on the field or, or something like that. He just got this vendetta against like certain dudes, man. It's like, I don't always agree with everything LeBron does. I think LeBron can be, you know, a childish motherfucker at times. And he, you know, he think he's greater than he really is at times. But, you know, when you, when you create that monster, you can't be surprised that they turn into that monster. So, I mean, that's, that's the story of Frankenstein. <laughs> you created that monster, Dr. Frankenstein. So you can't be mad when he turns into what you created. So what I'm saying is, that dude had his son, his oldest son at a young age. He was still a teenager when he had his son, I believe. Um, yeah, he had his, I believe he's still a teenager. And, you know, any real father, and I said this on Twitter, any real father it's happy to see their son do something really good and they want their son to be greater than they are. And granted, those are some big shoes to fill. Those are some big shoes to fill. And he said some shit and that shit kind of irked me because he was like, you know, um, I, I remember people criticizing Michael Jordan when he would be at his son's games and shit like that. They'd be like, oh, he's trying to be too cool and all this other shit. He ain't showing no through that. First of all, his son's wasn't that good. Like, let's just keep it a buck. The reason why well, 
the older one wasn't that good. The younger one was better. I think his name was Marcus and just, I don't know the boy's name, but whatever. The one that was down in like Florida, he was okay. But the one I think that went to, did he go to Illinois? What? I don't remember, man. Fuck it. Um, it's late, y'all. My bad. <laughs> but I remember them talking like, oh, he don't show no enthusiasm as his son's game. First of all, they, they hardly, he hardly played. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't that good. What was it to get pumped up about? It's like people got mad at Jordan that, you know, that when he, you know, saying when he didn't do, you know, get show excitement for his sons and stuff like that, his son's games. But then you got people that's criticizing LeBron for being super happy and shit like that. Now, granted, he does go out there. He wants to get in the layup line and do his little dunks and all that other shit. I understand. Like, okay, bro, we understand you LeBron James, but you gotta, you gotta relax. You know what I mean, let let your son don't over don't over you know shadow your son, man, because those are some big shoes to fill. And then when he doesn't do it, then it's like people are gonna blame him for it. Like this is why his son can't ever you can't compete with this because he's always in the in the limelight. But but for him to just outright criticize him and shit like that because he's happy that his son is doing this. Granted, LeBron is a big ass kid, y'all. Y'all gotta realize this. This dude had people pulling and tugging at him. He had to grow up young. You know, since he was probably like 15 years old, he had people telling him he gonna be the he gonna be the next this and he gonna be the next big thing and you know what I'm saying had people pulling at him every which way. He had Adidas on him, had Nike on him. You know what I'm saying had you know what I'm saying all these people on him, bro. It's like you gotta realize, man, that's a lot of pressure. And then for you to have your son, you know, as a teenager, having your kids young, bro. Trust me, I know having your kids young, you have to grow up fast. So he probably didn't get a chance to live a lot of his childhood. I mean, he's a big ass fucking kid. You can tell that shit when you see him on Instagram and on Twitter and shit. He a big ass kid. Let that man live, bro. Like he's happy that his son. Now, if he wasn't around and shit like that, like some 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 dads are, you don't see them at their son's games and shit like that. We be crucifying him for being a fucking deadbeat. We be crucifying him for saying, oh, he's too busy, he too cool to be at his kid's game, or he just sitting there trying to be all cool and shit. Or probably criticizing his son. People used to criticize, um, what's that man name? Boxer. Oscar De La Hoya's dad. Oscar De La Hoya used to tell, used to tell the story about, man, no matter what I do, I can run, win a world title or whatever, my father still ain't impressed. He still don't give a fuck. He still telling me I ain't shit and blah, 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 blah. You want that father? Or do you want, like, same shit with LeVar Ball. Granted, LeVar Ball goes over the top with shit, shit sometimes, but I'd rather take a LeVar Ball and LeBron James over that shit i would because you can shell out all the money in the world you want but if you ain't spending that time and helping them and shit like that you think lebron ain't hiring people to, to make sure Bronny is nice he's doing his thing if he ain't teaching them himself so yeah man like get off his dick bro like chill all right man <laughs> let me uh i'm gonna glide through this shit real quick i was uh watching some shit and me and one of my boys was having this conversation. Um, he had asked me about this and uh and one. He asked me like, whatever happened to and one, man? He like, I remember used to used to go to like Indianapolis and used to go to Indianapolis and do when they came here and shit like this. Used to like go on in the different cities. You know, saying so you used to do like three cities with them, right? I'm like, yeah, used to do Indianapolis, um Indianapolis, was it St. Louis and uh in Chicago? Or was it no, it wasn't Louisville. I think it was Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky, my bad. But um I'm like, yeah, it wasn't nothing. It was, it was just something to do, you know what I'm saying? 
just something to do. He he asked me and it was like, and we we was like actually talking about. It. He like they got all that shit on YouTube. If you want to check it out? I'm like, you know what? I just might. One night I was just up, bored, couldn't fucking sleep on on an off day, couldn't fucking sleep one night because I try to sleep like a regular human being at night when I'm off, but that hardly ever works. I'm up to like fucking six, seven in the morning at least. But um, I I was just thinking like, whatever happened to that shit, man? Because that and I, I made the comparison that. And one and one was cool and that shit was taking the streets on fire and it was popular as fuck at one point but I think when it had um it got real corporate they started getting like sponsored like Mountain Dew and other people was getting involved they started phasing out the original guys and started trying to bring in uh, uh, newer guys and stuff like that and then they took it into the arenas when when I played did them shit it was outdoors Every now and again, you do they do like a crash the court or they'll go inside like a gym or whatever. Like, oh, we're going to play in here because it's raining or something like that. Like if the weather, if it was A, too hot or B, it was raining, then they'll go like like down the street to like a like a rec center gym or some shit like that. But for the most part, that shit was outdoor. When I played, it was outdoors. When they were here in Chicago, it was either Foster Park or some other shit like that. And um, another thing that hit me... Um, Shout out to my boy Antoine Howard, aka Flash. Um, I've played with him several times. A little older than I am, but he was always a cool ass dude. Um, he was one of the original and one members. He was only like 5'10, but that dude could jump out the fucking gym, bro. Like, he could jump out the gym. Like, I could jump, but Flash could like really jump. He could really jump and uh do some shit. Um, he passed away in 2004. And I don't think I think he was only like what, maybe 27? If that, I think he was like, I forgot how old he was. I think he was only like maybe 27 or some shit like that. But yeah, he was, yeah. I miss that dude, man. He used to play in a Jeffrey around, he's from like Jeffrey Manor. He's play at Trumbull Park. You know what I'm saying? We used to play at like Washington Park, different little spots, man, where we can get a good ass game in and not have to worry about getting shot at or no dumb shit happening, which sometimes still ended up happening. But yeah, I miss that dude though. RIP to the boy Flash. Um, but I was going to say that uh, M1 to me was to basketball because it got so popular and they, you know, it got popular before all the bullshit came into play. It, um, to me, M1 was to basketball is what, if you're a wrestling fan, ECW was the pro wrestling. And if you're a wrestling fan, you understand it, it was an alternative to the mainstream shit because of course you had WCW and WWF at the time, but ECW came and did something completely different. It was like, it wasn't no, really no rules. It was like no disqualification. You could do all types of shit. Dudes came out there with licensed, licensed music coming to the ring. And you know, they came out there with chairs, chairs and shit like that. But it was one of those things where you knew it wouldn't last forever, but you was just enjoying the ride while it lasted. And it was definitely an alternative to the same old dog and pony show that the other companies did. That's how I felt about and one. It was always cool because like I was always, I always knew how to adapt. Like I could play, you know, of course I play organized ball and all this other shit, but I knew how to play that style. So it was cool for me that running gun style. I mean, it wasn't a great deal. Certain cities they did, they didn't, they wasn't having that shit. Like they would try to, you know, bust your ass. Like I was always there to pretty much play on the opposing team. You know what I'm saying? Against most of the, against those guys. So, and this was like, shit, this was before it came on TV. So this was like, like maybe 2001, maybe 
maybe 2000. So yeah, it was like before it like went mainstream and went on t television on like, I think it was ESPN before it went on television and shit like that. That was a cool experience though, man. It was cool, you know, when I would go and shit, they, you know, give you the shorts and jerseys and they give you free shoes every time you went to a different fucking city or something. They give you free shoes, not knowing that you still got the shoes that they gave you three days ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but that was cool. I still, I found a pair of those shoes in my grandmother's garage. That was funny too when I, I went over there to uh, find out, she said something was up with her garage door and I went in there and was looking through shit. I'm like, damn, look at these shoes. But yeah, man, I felt like that, that was one of those things, man. I know a lot of the guys left and they started like those other little companies and shit like that. But it is never the same like how it was because that shit was hot, bro. They was filling, they was packing arenas when that shit was getting popular. They started packing those arenas around like 2003, like 2003, 2004. When I think they had what professor and all of them in there, that shit was really popular. It was like really, really popular. So, but like I said, you know, one of those things where that shit ain't built to last. They did shit like, you know, hired that one coach dude, and he was just, people was just bumping. He was bumping heads with everybody trying to be too, you know, trying to do too much. And shit's like, man, let them dudes go out there and do what they do, bro. You, you trying to turn this into some other shit. So, you know, so that was that was trip. That was a trip. And I'm gonna start back watching that shit too to see if I remember some of those places that they went to. Cause even when I wasn't like playing with this shit, I remember going to one of them. I think in like 2006. Cause Chicago, we we would I think they only beat us once. <laughs> we would always beat them. Like we beat them like maybe three three years to one, three three to one against them. But um, yeah, that was that was some fun times though, man. I I I actually did get into that shit. But something else y'all y'all didn't y'all probably don't know about didn't know about me unless you you know heard me talk about it before. That's why we, you hit him like uh, you hit like TBH called me the flu. That was the nickname that I got <laughs> when I played. They're like oh he making him sick out here. We gonna call him the flu. You know what I'm saying? Because the name that they that I originally had was the flux. So I said basically like giving somebody the flux, but they they cut the X off of it and called me the flu, and it was like okay it shit just stuck. So I'm like whatever. But uh. Hey, man, let's move on. Uh, Carmelo Anthony's interview with Stephen A. Smith. Oh, man. Where do I start, man? Where do I start? I'm going to make this short and, short and sweet. I heard people saying that, oh, this sad Melo out here begging for a job and all this other shit like that. I'm going to say, I didn't get that, man. I didn't get that. I feel like that dude gets a bad reputation, but your reputation does precede you because... He had a lot of opportunities to do other things. And I never heard him be, about him being a bad teammate. He just made bad decisions. And he actually addressed one of those decisions, which when I think about it, I can't really blame him because when I said this before, he was supposed to come to Chicago. Like when he re-signed the Knicks, he was supposed to come to Chicago to the Bulls. But nobody knew what Derrick Rose's health was. And no one knew how certain that shit was. And can you blame him? Like, okay, it's going to be me and who? You know what I'm saying? You get what I'm saying? It's like, it's going to be me and who? Taj Gibson? Carlos Boozer? I mean, you know what I mean? It's like, you still, I mean, granted, he's the score that they needed, but he didn't want to take less money, bro. I don't care what he say. He didn't want to take less money to play. So that's why he stayed and went back to New York. And Stephen A was asking him a lot of shit, and, and it seemed he came across as real genuine, man. Like that shit in Houston, he was a fucking scapegoat. He was. He was the scapegoat. I don't care what no one says. He was a fucking scapegoat. 
Um, I don't think they ever really wanted him there. I think when they did want him there, he didn't come. So then when they got him, he they figured out he wasn't the same player that he was. But then again, who can be when you got James Harden and fucking Chris Paul who holds the ball all day long? It's hard for you to fit in that situation, bro. So when you taking a back seat, which I seen he did. I mean, I seen him take a back seat. He did it. In, he did it in OKC. Granted, people were saying, oh, he was hating on Jeremy Lin. Like, come on, bro. Jeremy Lin had two good weeks in the NBA, fam. How are you hating on somebody that had two good weeks? He ain't even had two good years in the league. And Melo had been killing for like 10 years, at like eight years at the time. Killing. He made bad decisions, you know what I'm saying, with the re-signing when he did for that five-year deal when he should only did three. And he could have been a free agent with what you call them because he was supposedly was supposed to be the one with um, D-Wade and, and LeBron in Miami, but he didn't. So, I mean, I think it worked out better for him with Chris Bosh, um, who also, I believe, don't get the respect that he deserved because people keep talking about Ray Allen saved LeBron's legacy with that three in the corner. People keep forgetting it was Chris Bosh that got that rebound. He could have easily been like, oh, shit, we missed. Let me get back. I mean, he crashed that board and got that rebound and kicked it and had the presence of mind to give it right to Ray Allen. So he could have easily... Went up with a bad shot or gave it back to LeBron or whatever. So I don't think he get enough credit either. Shout out to Chris Bosch, man. I always liked this game. Um, yeah, man. Melo just pretty much laid it all out there because y'all never, we never hear him talk. We never hear him talk about anything. Like he never addresses anything via social media or whatever. You only see him working out and shit like that. I mean, I, I agree with him. You, you can't tell me those players. Look at the Team USA. That team looks like, like a regular, like a a, a a middle of the road NBA team. A team that's going to be like a seventh seed in the playoffs. You mean to tell me all those guys are better than Carmelo? Carmelo, if nothing else, has always been the best player for the past three Olympics on Team USA. To me, he was better than LeBron. He was better than Kevin Durant. He was better than everybody. Carmelo Anthony was the best player on those Olympic teams. You can't tell me anything different. Because I watched him, that dude was locked in. And nobody was stopping him. He was locked in on both ends of the court. I don't know what it is about him putting on that Team USA jersey. But if he could have any glimpse of that, I think he would have been a good fit. At least to play for Team USA. I don't feel like he he's done. He's only 35, bro. Like, he seems to be in decent shape. I just don't feel like he ever took care of his body the way he should have. And it's really unfair for people to compare him to LeBron James just because they got drafted the same fucking year. Like, I don't think I don't think people do that with Dwayne Wade. People don't do that with a lot of a lot of people that got drafted that same year, but they do it with Carmelo because he came out two picks after him. So I don't know, man. I, I like Carmelo. I just think he made some poor choices, but I don't think it's worth him being basically blackballed from the league. I'm not going to say he getting blackballed the way Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf did because at the time when he got blackballed, it was blackballed because of his religious beliefs. You know what I mean? But Melo, I don't know. Mello, was Melo fucking somebody's wife or something, bro? A league official or some shit like that, and he he paying for it now? I don't know, man. We never, we never really know. So I just feel like Carmelo Anthony should be in the league. I feel like he could. he's definitely better. He definitely could be like the, the number eight guy coming in off the bench. You know what I'm saying? Hell, you mean to tell me the Charlotte Hornets couldn't use Carmelo Anthony right now? You mean to tell me you rather had Nick Batum than Carmelo Anthony? 
Come on, son. You mean to tell me you really had Al Farouk Aminu than, than Carmelo Anthony? Nah, bro. I don't care what nobody says, man. You can't tell me that that that, that ain't some shit. This is some shit that's bigger than basketball. Um, damn. Do I really want to talk about this, man? You know what? I'm gonna touch on it, and I'm gonna make I'm gonna make this one even shorter and sweet. It was these mass shootings in uh, Dayton, Ohio, in El Paso, Texas. I don't even have like the whole like logistics of it, like the whole certainty. But if y'all heard about it, y'all already know. So I don't need to do too much explaining, explaining other shit. All I'll say is, um, I got asked actually how I felt about this shit. And I just say, man, like the difference between this shit and 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 um, someone said, well, what's the difference? What how you feel about like, the difference between this and and cops killing people? For one. This shit is by perpetrated by one asshole, premeditated, jack off, fucking idiot that got up one day and said, "This is what I'm gonna do." So if they go in there with the intention to kill innocent people, or what have you, people that's just doing their jobs, or people that's in there just to live their normal lives, then they deserve what comes to them, and God, God gonna punish them for that. So that's how I look at that one, man. I, I, I'm just, I'm tired of seeing it. I, I am. I'm really tired of seeing it and tired of hearing about it every other morning. Like you looked up like a couple weeks ago, it was like every other day you seen some shit like this, with like hundreds of people losing their lives over senseless, stupid shit, bro. Stupid shit. There's no different than like the Vegas uh, dude that did it, the DC sniper, and people are like that's that's acts of terrorism. Like when people do shit like that, but we all know that the media and other people that's higher up are gonna cover shit up and you know instead of you know when it's certain people they'll put a mug shot up when they didn't do anything wrong when they were just basically got pulled over for a taillight being out and got all of a sudden got shot and killed by a cop they'll put their mug shot up from seven eight years ago or try to you know bring down their character but when somebody else does it it's like oh he was he's suffering from mental illness and all this other dumb shit I ain't about to get into that, man. But that the difference between that and cops killing people. I mean, most cops that do that do shit like that. I'm not gonna say all of them, cause there are some good cops. Most cops grew up as pussies, though. I'm just gonna keep it a buck. It's, it's some cops that grew up as pussies that couldn't get girls and they was lame as fuck in high school and they got their asses kicked. You know what I'm saying? They weren't cool at all. Not saying that that's the end all be all, but most of them were pussies. So now they just pussies with a badge and a gun. That's what most cops are. Don't like it. It's the truth. Believe me, it's the truth. I went to high school with a couple dudes that's cops now, and they were pussies. Straight up pussy. And that's why most of them become cops. Because they were pussies. And now they feel like they got the power to tell people what to do. Now I'm the boss. I'm the captain now. You know what I'm saying? Pussies. Um. Anyways, I'm going to end this off with this question I got from uh, High Seeker. I want y'all to check this out. And I want y'all to think about this one because, yeah. <laughs> hey, Flop, my question is, can you be pro-black and date outside your race? No, can you be going around preaching how amazing black women are, how beautiful they are, but, you out, but you're out in public dating white and Asian women? Oh, boy. This man really trying to put me in a trick bag today, bruh. Uh, <laughs> I'm, you know what? I try, I tend to tread lightly when I ask when 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 ask some stuff like this because I know this could be a sensitive topic 
for some people. But y'all know this isn't calling unfiltered facts, right? And I'm going to tell y'all the real shit on the real shit. I'm not going to hold nothing back. It's just not in my nature. Not not for this, because I don't feel like I feel like if you if you sensitive, you shouldn't be here. But all I'm gonna say is, um, from experience, I I don't. Me personally, I haven't had this experience because I always feel like, and I know it sounds sappy and corny or whatever. You hear it all the time, but I feel like love no knows no color, man. No love knows no color or anything, man. Like I know, I know, I've, I've dealt with women different races and shit like that i'm not gonna say and say i'm like this you know this worldwide player no shit like that that you know i done been all over the world had all types of girls and no man i ain't about to sit here and say no shit like that but and even if it was i ain't gonna tell you motherfuckers that (laughs) you know you never know who out here checking for you man you don't want to have a bad reputation but um i got an uncle that i remember when i was a kid when i was probably like a teenager about 15 16 um, he already at this time, and it's not that uncle that sit on the couch and don't do shit and, you know, sit and watch the game and scratch his balls all day. No, this dude was like a computer programmer or whatever. So he had the good job. You no, know, he was the that guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was before Geek Squad. You know what I mean? So um, he would tell me, and he had a son with a black woman. And I remember I asked him one time, I'm like, man, how come every other female you mess with be white, be white women? Now, this 16 year old me so imagine me at 16 bro go let's go back 20 years imagine me at 16 you know said imagine me at 16 years old imagine me let me listen to me now imagine me at 16 now i'm i wasn't as unfiltered but i still would say shit like how i felt it most of the time i was a little lot more reserved then but when i felt it i would say some shit but and he was like um this is what he told me he was like man i'm not gonna lie to you nephew I ain't got the patience or the time for that shit because I, I try being, I try being, um, I try being a good dude. I try being a good guy. And every time, man, that shit just blew up in my face. And he's like, I had women, man. I treated them like, you know, I treated them like royalty and they shitted on me because, you know, I wasn't a thug or I wasn't this or I wasn't that. And that shit made me think. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. I've gone through that myself. And like years later, you know what I'm saying? Like years later, I actually went through that myself. I actually had a, a girl tell me like, man, I heard about you, you know, you knowing how to fight and all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? Why you don't be out here? You know what I'm saying? Basically, basically asked me why I don't be out here starting shit. I'm like, what? What the fuck? Like, that's how, that's how niggas get shot. Like, I don't start shit. I finish it. Like, that's that's me. I'm not going to start no fight ever. You'll never, like, I don't think you ever, ever, anybody can ever say, this dude was always starting fights. Never. I was always the dude, if you started with me, I'm going to open hand slap you and embarrass you in front of everybody. And then if you felt like you was ready to do more, I was ready to do more. So <laughs> that's that's just how that shit went. Like I, I was good at like mind games with people. Like even if I didn't think I could beat you, I would make you think I would beat your ass. You know what I'm saying? That was then. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm going to beat your ass, nigga. Like, but that, but that, that was then. And, and um to get back on that i don't feel like like i um i've talked to um like i went to school with with an arabic girl her name was aliyah as a matter of fact her name was aliyah and she was telling me like you know about her you know how her culture is and stuff like that and she was like you know i'm not really allowed to do this that, and third they was supposed to have to you know they they hit uh 
whatever it's called. I'm sorry for my ignorance, but they supposed to have like the head garb on and shit like that. But when they outdoors or like people around that's that's not that could possibly be um could be uh what she say Persu uh, pursuing of them, you know what I'm saying? So they had to always always do that. Or something like that. I forgot. Maybe I'm wording it wrong, but anyway, she would tell me that she was like, but like on the low, she basically told me like, but on the low, I be dating guys and stuff. I just, you know, I can't take them home. You know what I'm saying? They, they they can't ever meet my parents and stuff like that. And that sucks. But, you know, maybe one thing, that one day that shit will change and stuff. So, you know, some people have their preference. Some people have a preference and some people are like kind of like forced into the situation. That's why I'm kind of like bringing that up. So when you hear somebody say they don't like and when he say like, you know, all these and I know some people be like, oh, black women got number attitudes and all this other shit. And the first time as soon as a black woman would hear that. You know the first thing they do, their first reaction, get an attitude about it and start popping all off. Oh fuck you, motherfucker! You go ahead, you fuck with this little white girl. You go ahead, fuck with Becky. Ba -ba 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 -ba. Nigga, you ain't shit. Da -da -da. But my thing is, why are you so upset that he rather fuck with Becky when you ain't trying to give him no play? You ain't trying to have, you know, be the, you know, have the time of day. People have their preference. Like some people don't want that drama that black women bring. I understand that. Hell, white women bring drama too. My thing is this, like you got some white women that you don't probably don't want to be fucking with because some shit go down. She called the cops on you. It's a wrap. Who you think they gonna side with? Boy, stop. So you don't want that problem either. So it's like, it's good and bad with everything. But for someone to say, you know, they that they only prefer to deal with this race or they they don't want to do this. Like all I say is if you, if, if y'all serious about each other, <laughs> y'all serious about each other do you man you ain't got to put your business out there for everybody to see but you ain't got to be hiding it for nobody neither you know what i mean just find a common ground man find a way to just do it you ain't i mean if people get offended by that i mean that shit happens on both fronts you have white men and, wh and white women can't stand to see a white girl with a black dude and you know what i'm saying and vice versa you know what i'm saying they don't want to see a white dude with a black woman and shit like that i've seen black men get mad at that so it, it happens on all front, but what, but black women do get mad, really fucking mad. All I'm going to say is do like, you could do that. And I'm going to answer the first question you asked about the pro black shit, please. I got to make sure I don't forget that part too. Um, but you don't, don't go to, I'm not saying, you know, you can't do that, but don't go. I wouldn't recommend going to like essence fest or some shit with a white girl on your arm. <laughs> Cause the black girls go, they gonna burn a hole in your fucking shirt, boys, staring at you, bro. Like real shit. Them man, sisters don't play that shit. You go to Essence, imagine going to Essence Fest with a, with a white girl on your arm, bro. That'd be some funny shit, bro. I'd be like, nigga, you brave as fuck, fam. But um, he said something about pro black. You know what I'm saying? And praising black women. I feel like first of all, pro black doesn't necessarily mean anti-white or anything else. So pro black means you. You just, you just, you're not against everything else. You just strongly for you and the people like you because you recognize the struggle that your people, you know what I'm saying? Our people have, have had to deal with. And I'm not about to preach and shit, but we all know, you know, that, you know, you, you have to work 10 times harder than everybody else at your job to get noticed. And, you know, you have to, you have to talk a certain way to certain people for them to, you know, feel comfortable around you or you have, you get what I'm saying? Like you understand what the struggle is, man. You, you know, I'm sure you got parents that can tell you, you know what I mean? How they've been, you know, prejudice is, is killed some of their dreams and shit like that. They haven't been given a fair opportunity. So, 
I don't want to use the word uh, pro-black because pro-black don't mean anti-white. So you can you can be for you know black women and all this other shit, but you can date who you want to date. I mean, you could date Asian women all you want. If that's your that's your thing, that's your thing. That's just what you do. So, um, also, I mean, hell, if you that's like saying you you could be like I love my mama, I love my grandma to death, I love my sister. You know, say shit like that. But if if I if I want to date if I want to date a, a white girl, I'm gonna date a white girl. That's just what it is. Like with me personally, I don't I don't see color like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's just, that's just something my mom's taught me. Cause hell, my mom's my mom before she passed, she was fucking with a white dude. She had a white boyfriend when she passed. Like I, I don't know if they were still together or whatever, but I know she was fucking with a white dude like right before she passed away. So you know what I'm saying? I had prime example on how you know how that worked you know what I'm saying like not too far from me even though i wasn't living with my moms and nothing like that at the time but you know she told me like you don't you don't see color man like not all white people is out to get you not all people is the man and trying to hold you back you know what i mean just like any black person not all black people trying to steal from you kill and all this other shit that most white folks you know what I'm saying get it get embedded in their brain it's 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 just a matter of choice man like if it don't matter. I don't care. What, what, what the song say? Uh, I like them brown, yellow, Puerto Rican, or Haitian. Shout out to Fife Dog. I mean, you you like who you like, man. And let that be the reason, bro. Hopefully that answers some shit. I tried to, you know, keep it insightful and give you kind of like some examples. Like, I've messed with I've messed with different races, though. Like, trust me, I have. And they've been cool. I mean, I feel like it's a good, a good experience. You know what I mean? You get to understand other people's culture. And most of the time... Some people do it out of just out of curiosity. Some people just they do it because they they found somebody that you know you want to be with somebody that's gonna make you feel feel good. And if a black woman can't do that for you, it's no different than it's no different than somebody you know what I'm saying it's no different than a woman telling somebody they rather deal with a man that's six feet tall or a dude saying oh I rather deal with light skinned girls. I know I went to school with girls like dark skinned girls that you know what I'm saying they felt like they weren't worth shit because they light skinned friends was the only ones they got step two in school and shit like that and that wasn't right because they were just you know what I'm saying they were they weren't the same shade but they weren't ugly you know what i'm saying by no stretch like i've never had that that bias like light skin dark skin i will admit this though y'all i gotta i gotta tell y'all this i will admit this i and, and just chalk it up to me being young and stupid because at some point i was young and stupid like many of us are and were i had i had a huge bias against um you know girls that were a little bit on the heavy side i wouldn't give them the time of day i wouldn't look at them twice i'm just gonna be honest with y'all man i did do that now because i'm not perfect and i'm and i don't have no problem telling y'all this man like that's how i was and i made a few feel bad and, and since then i've apologized to him and shit like if i was seeing someone and like come on be like i used to really like you and you would never you would always go over there and talk to that little skin that little bony thing i was like yeah i mean I, I would just play it off and shit like that. I'm like, I don't know. You you know, you was a whole lot of woman, girl. I don't know if I was able to handle you. You know what I'm saying? So don't take it as a diss. Just take it as a compliment. I probably just, you know, I probably don't think I could handle you or some shit like that. Boy, you know, you like, <laughs> and we just laughed this shit off and whatever. But man, that was just out of my, that was just a, a tad bit of arrogance and, and um, just not, I don't know. You know how like that shit would happen like your boy you don't want your boys to clown you or something even if they cute like some of a couple of them like really cute in the face too and you look at them you look at them again you hurry up turn away like no 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 no. that's and that's how i was and i'm not gonna lie i can admit that i wasn't i ain't perfect y'all 
about no stretch. I did wrong too. So yeah, man. Um, hopefully that, hopefully that gave you some insight on some things. Uh, pro black don't necessarily mean that you against, you know, what I'm saying you against the uh, white folks and no shit like that. You can you can preach pro black and all that other shit. That's like that uh like that movie Don't Be a Menace. When dude was like, yo, man, we got the rise above all the oppression. And then, then, then you look up, he like, look at you, my queen. And you see the, the like the trailer park trashiest white girl that, that that's in the barbecue and shit like that. That's like, because you see people that do that shit, man. Like people like under the cover, like undercover, like really do shit like that. I thought that shit was hilarious. What was that? Uh, don't, what was that? Don't be a menace, right? Yeah, that movie. So, yeah, man. So hopefully y'all, hopefully y'all took something from that, man. Like who you like. I mean, like who you like. Everyone has a preference. You know what I mean, everybody has a preference, man. It don't it ain't no different than you know, like I said before, you you liking girls that's short, or you liking girls that's thick, or her liking dudes that's tall and light skinned with wavy hair, and you know what I'm saying, or this girl like dudes that got muscles or beards. So if you ain't got no beard, boy, get out of my face. You know what I mean, it, it ain't no difference, man. So. I'm gonna need y'all black women to calm y'all little hostile asses down too. Stop getting mad because niggas want, you know what I'm saying? Want a white girl or whoever else. Y'all stop giving them all that drama and attitude. Maybe them niggas be checking for you. And when they do check for you, act like you, act like, you know what I'm saying? You got some genuine interest in them because niggas ain't about to be out here sweating y'all asses all day neither. So get y'all act together. And white girls, stop, stop being stupid and stop being petty. And some of y'all be out here being hoes too, you know what I'm saying? To the white dudes and to the black dudes. So. And to my Latinas, y'all know what time it is. Ki, 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 ki. Que pasa, mami, you know. Ooh, mi corazón. You know how I get down, baby. But anyways, man, I'm about to end this. Y'all hear this music. Y'all know what time it is. Time to get up out here, man. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this, man. Shout out to everybody, man, that always come through showing the love. Y'all want to hit me up on social media, ask me questions. You can actually ask these, uh, these anchor questions just like High Secret did on any platform, anywhere you listening to this at. You can actually ask me ask me a voice question, um, anchor, Spotify, whatever. I, wherever you listen to it from, you should be able to ask, ask me a question. And if it's a good one, I'm definitely going to use it on the podcast, as you just saw. Um, yeah, man. Holler at me on Twitter, at Flock2K. You know, hit me up on Instagram at flock.leader. Holla at your boy on Twitch. When we live stream, I'll be doing the music and shit over there on Twitch. People fucking with that. But I'll be showing a lot of people where, like, some of these songs come from that be getting sampled and shit like that. It's like, basically, I'll be, like, teaching a class to these young bucks. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? You know, holla at me over there at twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Um, yeah, man. That's about it. I'm about to get up out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Keep being great. I'm out your ear, y'all. Peace.